This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 757 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. Greetings, everyone. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is an excerpt from the Horse.com's weekly horse health report on Horses in the Morning, originally aired on episode 598. The Horse.com digital editor, Michelle Anderson, and Dr. Aaron Jones join the Hit'em crew for a revealing look at training issues that can relate to your horse's dental health. And we'll get right to it after this informative nutritional minute from Kentucky Performance Products. This Nutrition Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, the company that simplifies your search for research-proven nutritional supplements at kppusa.com. Did you know that easy keepers and horses on restricted diets are often at risk for vitamin and mineral deficiencies? Most easy keepers are maintained on hay, and some get a few handfuls of grain a day, and most of these horses get little to no green grass. Diets that don't include significant levels of green grass or recommended amounts of fortified concentrates just don't supply enough vitamins and minerals. Many horse folks don't realize that hay alone, even high quality green hay, is not an adequate source of many vitamins. For example, when grass is cut and dried for hay, the vitamins quickly lose their potency. 70% of the vitamin E found in grass is lost in the first week after it is cut for hay. One way to ensure that your special needs horse is getting all the vitamins and minerals he needs is to add a vitamin and mineral supplement to his diet. A well-balanced supplement will provide the nutrients your horse requires without adding unwanted calories, starches, and sugars. Microphase, made by Kentucky Performance Products, is a vitamin and trace mineral supplement that bridges the gap in your feeding program. With Microphase, your horse receives adequate and balanced vitamin and mineral nutrition without unwanted calories or other ingredients. The minerals in Microphase have been chelated, a process that protects minerals during digestion and increases their absorption in the intestine. Microphase provides vitamins, such as vitamin E, in a natural form so your horse receives optimal results from this supplement. This Nutritional Minute has been brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. You can find all of their terrific products at kppusa.com. about taking you a little longer to get to you, Michelle. We have Michelle Anderson, uh, uh, editor, or not editor. What is your title again? Digital, Digital editor. editor. That's right. With the horse.com <laughs> with us. Sorry it took so long to get to you, but Tempe called in, and you That's have to talk okay. to rock stars when they call. So. <laughs> well, good morning. Good morning, and I think Dr. Jones is also ready for us, and it's so nice to have you back again, Dr. Jones. Thank you, Glenn. Good morning, everyone. We missed you. It's like I you were on vacation. Were you on that cruise ship? <laughs> I wish, but no. Actually, I, you know, just being away, I don't even care if I had stinky toilets. I think I'd just enjoy being you know, away with time off. <laughs> <laughs> 
But but she wasn't taking time off. She was working while we were doing the show. Okay. Yes, right. ma'am. I believe her. So, yeah. But this morning she's here uh, to talk to us a little bit about dental issues in horses and bidding problems. Um, and, Glenn, have you ever had a horse that was either hard-mouthed or one that, that had issues uh, with the bit? My pony that I drove for a long time actually had a very hard mouth, so much so that she was a racing pony before I got her, and then an Amish pony after that. And she basically pulled the cart with the reins. Um, I don't think, I, uh, Dr. Jones, I don't think those traces ever got tight. She pulled the cart with the reins. And she was, she was a left-sided pony, which meant that, you know, it, it was constantly pulling on the left side, and all you had to do was leave off and she turned right. Um, <laughs> So, yes, I have had a hard mouth pony before. And did you get her mouth checked out to see if there was something going on there, or was it just all of her years of other work? In her case, it was all of her years of uh, bad training, I think. Um, yeah. uh, and we did have her mouth checked out, and, and she did have some issues. But unfortunately for my arms, they did not contribute to the problem. <laughs> <laughs> the, the behavior was set, huh? Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Dr. Jones... What kind of issues have you seen related to dental problems and training? Well, uh, the training side is usually the complaints are is they're not responding to the bit or they're throwing their head or they uh, will have a pull to the one side but not to the other, that kind of thing. And that's what we're addressing is those complaints from the riders. And um, not stopping, <laughs> that's another one. So that might be more behavioral or change of bit um, discussion, you know, with the owner if we find nothing. But as you look in the mouth, the primary thing we all look for and trainers already know about is the, the wolf teeth. We start off with that uh, because it's been understood that the wolf teeth can cause some issues because it sits right there at the bars in the mouth in front of the first the second, actually, cheek tooth is what we call it. It's the first cheek tooth. And they're remnants of a full tooth from back in the days. And they don't have really good hold into the gum line, and they can wiggle a little bit. And if the bit tends to tap on those, they can get really fussy. So as a veterinarian in our oral exam, is we're going to be checking for wolf teeth right off the bat. The other thing we're going to be looking for is any cuts or uh, ulcers in the mouth coming from a horse that hasn't had their teeth done at all. So going back to the, the wolf teeth, um, now do all horses have wolf teeth? Yeah, uh, I wouldn't say every single horse has wolf teeth, but about, oh, you'd say 30, 30% come in with wolf teeth, believe it or not. Um, there are some that we don't have to pull the wolf teeth on because they don't have any. And uh, But it is something that trainers usually request the owner to get rid of because it's one less bothersome problem when they're putting them into training that uh, they have to worry about. And... Uh, you get it out of the way, you don't think about it again, and carry on. Now, and I'm trying to remember, is it, is it geldings and colts that tend to have wolf teeth more than mares, or is that just something that I believe that isn't true? <laughs> believe it or not, the mares have more wolf teeth than the geldings. Mares, okay. Or the stands, yes. Yeah, mares tend to, you see wolf teeth more commonly in mares. So when you're doing these dental exams, you're looking inside the mouth. Is this a full dental exam that you'd be doing? I would recommend a full dental exam, and with that, it is not just pulling the tongue aside and taking a peek inside. It's actually sedating, putting a full mouth speculum in so you can see all the way in the back of the mouth 
there was an occasion where I had an Arab. They had to go from the big, fat rubber bit to the very tiny, twisty bit because this horse was really pulling and fighting them. Once you open the mouth, you saw these huge hooks in the back of the mouth, which means the back tooth on the lower arcade got so sharp and so long that they were almost like ice picks poking in the back of the mouth. So every time that horse opened or curved its head to sit on the bit in dressage or sit on the bit in some sort of English fashion, it would fight because those points were poking into its upper palate or gum line. I opened up the mouth, I showed this to the trainer, and I said, I think this is why you guys had to change your bit. <laughs> so, so a full mouth exam is completely recommended for a good understanding of why you're having problems with the horse. And can this can changes like this in your horse happen quickly? Like can it be one you have a dental exam done, you have your teeth their teeth worked on, and then a year later you start having issues and maybe it needs to be checked again, or is it something that once your horse's teeth are floated and then it can be a couple of years and maybe it's a training problem if the horse is fighting the bit? Uh, annual dental exams um, and possible equilibrations is what's recommended on uh, standard health care of a horse. So I would say at least annually you should be having your mouth examined under sedation with the possibility of doing a flow to a dental, uh, dental uh, procedure done on it. The uh, offset of the incisors can offset their mouth, which offsets the way the bar sits, which is the way the, the uh, bit sits. So, you know, anything can happen throughout the year. I actually had one where I had to go back in six months later because a trainer complained on a young horse that they think there was a problem in the mouth, and uh, the horse was going fine, going fine, and then started having problems. I looked in the mouth and up popped a lower wolf tooth, because they can have four wolf teeth. They can have two in the upper and two in the lower. And I had already taken out the two in the upper. When I opened up the mouth, there it was, a lower wolf tooth. And as soon as we took that wolf tooth out, they rode them the next week and said everything was back to normal. And so you mentioned pulling the wolf teeth, and then I had mentioned floating. What kind of treatments, though, are available for mouth issues? Like I said floating, but can you describe what, what that is? Yeah, it's not. Uh, floating is the old term because it was the equipment we used. They were called float blades. The uh, new term we're using now is called equilibration, which means you're equalizing or leveling out the mouth so that the horses can chew, close their mouth appropriately, or have the bit sit level in their mouth. And what that involves is the use usually of mechanical equipment, and I know some people are a little afraid of that, but there is very good equipment that is now made that causes very little damage to a horse's um, mouth, it's, it's much safer to use the motorized equipment than it does the old hand floats. The hand floats work on a level mouth, so if you have a horse that does not have a level mouth, you're missing some of the teeth in equilibrating. Um, then there is checking uh, the rotation of the mandible. As a veterinarian, you're going to be moving it back and forth and seeing if you get a good excursion, as we call it. You'll be checking the incisors to see if they meet appropriately and are they level or are they diagonally uh, are they ventrally curved? Are they diagonally in shape? Meaning showing where are they a cribber? And that's going to also cause problem in the back of the mouth. So the um, equilibration is the newer term because we're just trying to get them to maintain a more level uh, surface to their teeth. And then, of course, you're looking for spaces between the teeth, cracked teeth, foul smells, uh, periodontal disease, uh, things like that. And I did want to make one note real quick. I'm sorry. The canines and geldings 
are not wolf teeth. And we get that question a lot as veterinarians. The wolf teeth sit a little further back. The canines are a little closer to the incisors. The wolf teeth are a little further back. And as you pull back with your bit, you're pulling back in the corners of the mouth, and you can see where that would maybe meet up with a wolf tooth rather than a canine. Okay. And you hear the term bit seats quite a bit with trainers and vets. Can you explain what that is? Yes, what it is is it's a smoothing of the edges and the sharp points on the outside of the second and third cheek tooth uh, premolars that are in the front of the horse's mouth. Uh, it's used primarily that when a snaffle bit or some bit similar to that fashion flattens out the tongue, there's no pinching of the soft tissue between the tongue or the gum and the teeth. So it's a smoothing of the edges. Uh, it also smooths the edges in the front because as we know when we're putting uh, figure eights on them, cabisons, uh, any sort of other mechanical devices in their faces, even hackamores too, there is some soft tissue damage that can occur if you have sharpness within the mouth. So what it does is it smooths and rounds the edges of the front teeth, front first or second tooth that uh, is sitting right next to the bars of the mouth. And so if a rider or trainer starts having some issues with a horse, either the horse is getting difficult to bridle or or they're having that resistance under saddle, when should they start thinking about it might be it, that it could be a dental problem rather than um, a training problem? It's easier to rule out a medical problem than it is a training because training has to go through so many factors. So I always recommend that if they're having problems right off the bat, just have their mouth examined by somebody who does dentistry all the time or somebody that has dentistry offered in their practice and loves to do it, and then uh, address that dental issue with uh, a collaboration, see how they uh, work after that. There was a study that was done some time ago where they went in and they did all the horse's teeth in, in two training barns, and then they had a trainer fill out the form, and all the horses improved in training, no matter what they did. They just they just did a regular um, dental equilibration in all the horses' mouths, and there was a significant increase in um, and behavior and weight gain on all those horses. So dentistry is a very good thing to always have done on your horse on an annual basis and should be part of your herd health care. The bit seat was added to a few horses, and they saw approximately a 60% improvement in the way those horses rode with a bit seat added. So I believe everybody who's doing dentistry nowadays just has a bit seat placed in a horse's mouth as their regular equilibration procedures that are done. Okay. Well, if listeners are interested in more information about bits and dental health, they can go to thehorse.com. Uh, in the search bar, just put bit, and a ton of stuff comes up. There, are, You mentioned some research, Dr. Jones. We have a, a lot of summaries of research that's been done on horse behavior related to the bit and cavasson and pressure from the reins. So take a look at that if you're interested. Um, I think it's really kind of fascinating stuff. It really is, and it, it will spell out for those that are very frustrated that there might be changes that need to be done after the equilibration has been done. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that bit fit is important as well as bridle fit and also rider ability. Yeah, right, so that brings me up to the point of the, yeah, you know, the, cracks, <laughs> yeah, the cracks in the corner of the mouth. You know, I'll get questions about those all the time, and that simply is, uh, I, I am more in the belief there is nothing wrong if you've done an equilibration that those cracks are being caused by the teeth, it's being done by either the pinching of a bit or by more of a heavy hand. Mm -hmm. So that would I would address with see a trainer, see if you can work that out or change your bit. Okay. Well thank you, Dr. Jones.
Dr. Jones, do you, have a, do you have a bit bucket like uh, all the other horse girls I know, this bucket full of bits? <laughs> um, I actually have, yeah, quite a few bits that I've had to use over the years to change from one to the other. I mean, you, you really need to get the right size for your horse. And, you know, if you're like me and I've gone through different horses in my life, I, I've got different sizes, yeah. Yeah, I thought so. I haven't met a horsewoman yet that doesn't have a bit bucket. They all do. I, my trainer went to an, a benefit auction, and she won in a raffle a box of bits. <laughs> Best thing she ever, ever won. <laughs> I think Jennifer has quite a few, too. We might have a, a bit bucket on next week's Wheel of Trivia. That might be there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let him give away your bits, Jennifer. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Appreciate you being on. That's, of course, thehorse.com. And where can people find you, Dr. Jones? At Florida Equine. Florida spelled out. FloridaEquine.com. FloridaEquine.com. Thank you both. We'll talk to you again next week. There you go. To listen to more of thehorse.com's tips, you can just go to horsetipdaily.com and go to the Experts drop-down menu on the left. If you love listening to the Horses in the Morning gang putting in their two cents on horse health topics, along with fascinating interviews from around the equestrian world, you can tune in to Horses in the Morning at horsesinthemorning.com every weekday. You can also go to thehorse.com where you can find the motherload of horse health information covering pretty much every topic imaginable. Don't forget to support our sponsors on Horse Tip Daily because they make these podcasts possible. Today's podcast has been brought to you by the fine folks at Kentucky Performance Products. Ask for Kentucky Performance Products by name at your local tack and feed supplier, or you can visit them online at kppusa.com. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover on the show. You can subscribe to all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zune and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zune, or MP3 player. You can also listen to the shows right on Facebook. The player's right there every day. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.